Get ready to be inspired by the magic of libraries as we sit down with Katie Jones, a passionate elementary school librarian. From the joy of connecting students with the perfect book to teaching vital digital literary skills, Katie's journey is a testament to the essential role of librarians in today's digital age. So whether you're a fellow bookworm, a future librarian, or just curious about the behind the scenes world of a school library, Katie's enthusiasm and insights will make you want to dive into a world of imagination, learning, and endless possibilities. This is Career Chats with Katie and Robin. Welcome, Katie. We are so excited to have you on Career Chats today. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. To begin, why don't you tell us what you do and what a typical day on your job looks like? Well, I'm an elementary librarian. My uh, district that I work in, the elementary librarians and teachers, we start really early. So unfortunately, my day starts a lot earlier than I would like. But once I arrive at school, the library starts bustling. Um, We have open checkout all the time and the kids love to come in uh, the minute they get off the buses, after they check in with their teachers. So I'm a kindergarten through fifth grade elementary librarian. So they're allowed to come in anytime. And a lot of our upper grade, those third, fourth and fifth graders, they will come, some of them come every day, (laughs) every morning to get new books. So it's pretty busy first thing in the morning. And then I usually head off to the morning news show. So we have an innovation lab that's connected to my library. And I help our technology teacher with the morning news show. And I'm usually on the morning news show because I'm talking about programs that are coming up. I'm talking about book clubs that I'm holding that day. So we have lots of activities always that I'm announcing and talking about. After the morning news show, then my classes get started. And it really depends on the school year, how many classes I see a day. It's been anywhere from three to 10 a day and anywhere from 30 minutes to 50 minute classes. Wow. So it all depends on the year. (laughs) This year, my district went to 50 minute for every special. So I see a little less classes a day, but for longer. So I start seeing my classes in between if I have any time. I'm lesson planning. I'm planning for the next author visit. I do in-person author visits and virtual author visits for my book clubs. I'm working on collection development, curating resources for my teachers for their units of study, working on book displays, bulletin boards, reading incentives. It's busy. And no day is exactly the same except that I check books out to the kids and do my lessons. But in between, I'm working on a ton of things, depending on the day. Can you tell us a little bit more about what happens at a library special? What does like a class look like for you? Sure. So when students first come in, if it's a younger grade, we usually sit on the carpet, like a story time. And for the younger grades, I'm working on a lot of uh, learning about the library, um, learning about books, you know, nonfiction versus fiction, even parts of a book, introducing them to new authors, reading a lot of a lot of picture books and enjoying them. We also connect to uh, STEM projects, makerspace projects. We do a lot of hands on things in the library, especially this year. I have the students for 50 minutes, so I really kind of dive into some hands on arts and crafts as well. All that fun stuff. The first half is a lesson. And then the last kind of 15 minutes of class is when they are able to go and check out books and then read their books with any remaining time. For my older kids, it's a little different. They bring Chromebooks with them. So it's a little bit more technology driven. We work on digital literacy skills, research skills. I work a lot of digital citizenship lessons in there for the older kids, looking at databases that are available to them, how to evaluate websites and good resources, anything from talking about cyberbullying. So we talk about 
about a variety of things, as well as the basics, books. And we do book tasting. I introduce them to new authors. Same things I do with the littles, as well as book checkout. They love that part. That's their favorite. <laughs> that all sounds incredible. I want to be a student. <laughs> it brings me back to my childhood. I'm like, oh, I love library day. That was the best day. Mm -hmm. So how did you find yourself in this job? Was this something you always wanted to do or what got you interested? Tell us about your journey. So I actually started out as a classroom teacher. Probably from about high school on, I knew I wanted to be a teacher. I knew I wanted to work with kids and I kind of picked teaching. And so I went to a college that had a five-year program. So I left um, college with a master's degree in education. I even specialize in early childhood, knowing I want to work with the littles. I my first job taught first grade for about four years, and I kind of needed a change. So I moved up to third grade and taught third grade for four years. All the while, I was in the same school. And one of my favorite people in the school was the librarian. I loved her. I loved what she did with my kids. Um, I loved what I thought at the time <laughs> was the simplicity of her job. She just got to do books all day. <laughs> Little did I know. But I really liked how she got to focus on that reading aspect because that kind of was my favorite part of the day with my own students. So I started going to school in the evening and at night and getting another master's. And this one is in library science and information. And that enabled me to then apply for jobs in my county as a librarian. And it took about a year. And then I transitioned from classroom to elementary librarian. I'm curious about something. If you wanted to go work at like a community library, you can do that. Yes. So a lot of teachers, when they're transitioning to the library, they might just get an endorsement, a library endorsement. But I have, yeah, full on degree. So I could work in a law library. I could work at the Library of Congress. I could do cataloging and tech services, academic university libraries, special collections, public libraries. So there's a lot. And that's kind of the reason why I did this is just in case I'd ever want to get out of the school system altogether, I would have some options. And what is the endorsement thing just for our listeners to kind of know? I don't have that. So I'm not sure. But I think it's just some courses in library science. OK, so you don't do like a full on you know, masters. You just would take, I don't know how many courses it would be. And it all depends on each district. That's the thing about librarians. Like some districts don't even have a certified librarian. Oh. Our district luckily sees the value in having a certified librarian, but some districts only have like a paraprofessional, like an assistant. Luckily, I am certified, plus I have an assistant who helps me with the basics of book check in and out, shelving books. She keeps a lot of things organized for all the programs I run. Mm -hmm. um, so she's a lifesaver. Yeah, I imagine that shelving books actually takes a long time. It is very time consuming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what is your favorite part of the work you do? And of course, we have to ask, what's your least favorite part? My probably favorite part is that moment when I pair a student with that right book and they just take off as a reader and not reading because they have to anymore, but reading because they love it. It's actually harder than you think. You kind of have to work at some of these kids. I always say, um, you don't hate reading. You just haven't found the right book. You haven't met the right book yet. So for some students, that's really easy. They like what I like. And, you know, other students, I have to really dig and dig. But it's a challenge. And I like that. The other thing that I love is I love teaching digital citizenship and digital literacy skills. 
skills because I think they're so important. I like the basics of books, but then also these other skills are going to be so important for our students. Understand how to use information that they're being like inundated with every day on devices, you know, so Mm -hmm. in keeping them safe, making good choices. So I really like those lessons. Um, And the students seem to like those because they're very current and culture. I also like that I get to be creative. In my district, there is no curriculum set for librarians. So I get to pretty much make my own program. I get to do as much tech as I want or Sometimes we're just doing arts and crafts stuff that go along with the books. And those are that's fun, too, and memorable for the students. So I love that I kind of can create as I go. Love that. You make me want to be a school librarian right now. Until I get to the least favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let, Sharon, yeah, you want to hear bring it. Bring it on. Let's hear it. One of the things that's hard every year is because you do have to be creative. You have the same students for so many years. Mm. I mean, there's new students coming in all the time, but you know, that great project, they did that already. It's coming up with fresh ideas every year can be a little stressful. I pride myself in my bulletin boards <laughs> and coming up with three huge bulletin board fresh ideas every year can be a little stressful. I always seem to pull it off, but it is one of the things that stresses me out, especially at the beginning of the year. Um, I want the bulletin boards to be in their face, spectacular and make them want to come to the library. And that sometimes can be stressful. It's coming up every year with some fresh ideas, even for lessons as well, not just displays in the library. And then probably another thing, and I'm sure teachers would have the same uh, least favor, is just handling difficult, unexpected behaviors from students. You know, our learners, they're young. They come from all different backgrounds and cultures and parenting styles. Um, So sometimes it can be difficult to guide them and understanding what is expected. Right. I feel like sometimes there's stereotypes portrayed on TV about librarians. So you tell us what type of personalities you think would thrive in the day-to-day work environment for a school librarian. Someone who is definitely flexible. I think I mentioned this. My schedule changes all the time. So you have to be flexible. Your role is constantly changing too. Like what my role looked like 13 years ago when I started out as a librarian has evolved and changed and you kind of have to evolve and change with it. You have to be organized super organized, creative, definitely creative, open-minded, willing to develop a collection based on your students' needs that are ever-changing, based on the demographics of your community, too. You have to be caring and compassionate. You're working with young students who come from a plethora of backgrounds. The list could go on. It's a great list. Yeah. So what would you tell someone who's thinking about entering the field? One of the things that's constant is you have to stay up with the trends. You want to be the the cool librarian with all the cool books. And, uh, luckily for me, it's been a little easier these past few years because my kids have been that age group. So when Minecraft came to be really big, I knew I was on top of it. I had those Minecraft books. I missed the whole soccer messy thing because my kids weren't into soccer. So I had to like get on it and get books on him. <laughs> so you do have to stay current so that the kids are getting what they really want to read, but also get what they need to read too. When topics change, like Pluto is constantly changing. I got to keep those space books up to date. So yeah, keeping up with trends, you must be a lifelong learner, letting new ideas change and develop your teaching practices constantly. I think you have to be an independent worker and thinker. One of the things is, at least in my district, there's one elementary librarian per school. 
you do have an assistant, but you're kind of the one and only professional librarian at your school. So sometimes you can feel like an island, which is a good thing and sometimes a bad thing. It's a good thing because you get to create and do your own thing. Sometimes it can be a little lonely. So you also have to be willing to collaborate. And uh, that can sometimes be easier when you have a great staff that's willing to work with you. And other times you have to work with them to have them see the possibilities that you can bring to their lessons and their units and their students. Awesome. Those were all so many good points to point out. Do you think there's going to be more or less opportunities for people to do this work in the future? I hope to see it grow. I just think that it might look different than it does now. Just like I said, in the 13 years I've been in, it's just the libraries have evolved and changed. Um, you know, we have maker spaces in the library. Never did I think that there'd be Legos and Kiva blocks and crafting items in the library. So I think as long as the library and the librarians are able to evolve and change, with what the needs of the students are, we will stay relevant. I know in my district alone, like we are still short librarians this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. When I first entered the field, it was hard. It took me a whole year to get in because there weren't that many positions. I had to wait for someone to retire. Now, like I said, we started out with a position. I don't think it's still been filled. So at least currently right now, there's a need. I also think that smart school districts understand the importance of having highly qualified librarians running a dynamic school library program. We teach students to use information responsibly and respectfully, and there's no lack of information. So they're always going to need that skill. We also, I think, Libraries provide a safe place, too. I always tell my students, it's the one place in the entire school you are not being graded. You can be safe. You can take risks here in music and art and, you know, the other specialists. They're great. Um, but in the library, it's just a place to explore and try new things. So I like that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And if we just look at public libraries, I think they've actually grown in popularity. It's because they have also evolved, too. They're providing important social services now. Um, you know, you can go and get your passport there. <laughs> you can go and get free tax help there. Uh, there's story times. There's free computer access. They offer a lot of services that meet the needs of the community. And I think we do the same in elementary school as well. Oh, I love all of this. So you already told us a little bit about your journey to get to this position. Is this what you plan on doing till you retire? Or is there like a next logical step for you in this career path? So right now, I am totally happy with elementary. But looking to the future, I think I may want to try at some point moving up to middle and high. I'm kind of curious what, what happens in middle and high school. And now that my kids are, I have one finishing up middle and ready to move on to high next year. And one in elementary ready to go to middle. So my kids are going to be out of elementary. I feel like I'm I'm being left by myself in elementary school, but I'm happy right now. But I could see myself maybe one day exploring middle and high school. Awesome. Okay. So beyond getting paid, because obviously we all like getting paid, what type of benefits does being a school librarian offer? I think it's definitely increased my critical thinking skills. Um, the ability to find quality information is vital in today's society with all the information we're hit at all the time. I feel like being a librarian and me teaching it all the time has developed it stronger in me as well. I'm really well read. <laughs> so I think that's a great asset. I tell my kids all the time, I wish I would have read more when I was younger because it does come up in a topic of conversation, you know, and you look smarter the more you've read. <laughs> and then the big one, 
summer's off. Yeah. <laughs> it's super convenient if for a family, but even if you just like to travel, you've got your summers off and that's always a plus. And uh, for my district, we have pretty good health benefits. So that's also a plus. I swear this podcast is making me want to like do all the jobs now. Oh, I love it. Um, is there anything else that you'd like our listeners to know about becoming a librarian? Just that it's really fun. And if you love books and you love children, that's a great combination and you're creative. Go for it. <laughs> I love that. OK, so just for fun, if you weren't doing this job, what career would you pick? I think if I had an imagined career, can I have a make-believe career? Yes. I would be a stay-at-home fur mom. I would just stay at home with my dog and cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A real job. Actually, in college, I had to take a speech pathology class, and I don't even know. Maybe it was an elective. I don't even remember why. But I remember my college professor of that class trying to uh, coax me into changing my major to space pathology because he thought, oh, she's, you know, such a great student. You're doing such a great job in this. This is a talent of yours. And of course, I was bent on being a teacher. And I was like, no. But it's always kind of stuck in my head. And I have a speech pathologist at my school, too. So I'm always like, oh, I could have been her. I wonder what that would have been like. So if I could go and get another, if I could have the energy to go get another degree, <laughs> that might be it. That's awesome. Katie, you've been so amazing. Thank you so much for being here. This was really great and we really appreciate it. Thank you. Career Chats is hosted by Katie Huddleston and Robin Coney. Show notes and guest info can be found on our website, careerchats.show. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, stay curious.